0: Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I am Maya, a singer, songwriter, videomaker, Oakland native, and traffic avoider. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Toon. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 1914, the first electric traffic light was installed in Cleveland, Ohio, on the corner of East 105th Street and Euclid Avenue. About six years earlier, in 1908, the Ford Model T started rolling out to the masses, marking the first time that people were able to purchase automobiles on such a large scale. With cars, bicycles, pedestrians, and even still some lingering horse-drawn carriages, traffic was eh, a little bit tricky. Horse-drawn carriages soon went out of vogue once cars became more accessible. You don't have to clean up your car's poop, but navigating the roads was still dangerous and complex. Soon, city planners realized that they needed to enact systems to reduce the number of traffic jams and accidents. In 1907, a traffic island was first built in San Francisco. This is an elevated plane of pavement that helps channel traffic and slow down cars to prevent high-speed collisions. Then, the first painted dividing line debuted on the road in Michigan in 1911. Then, three years later, we got the first traffic light in Ohio. This may have been the first electric traffic signal, but if we want to get really technical, railroads had been using green means go and red means stop for a long time. So where did these colors even come from? In the 1800s, each rail yard used its own signals to represent stop and go, but people quickly realized that it's a safety hazard to have to learn every different station's individual signals. Why not standardize something that we can save lives with? So in 1841, a businessman named Henry Booth, who managed the Liverpool Railway in England, took action. He first suggested that red means stop, white means go, and green means caution. But in this situation, you would make a red or green light just by putting a filtered lens over the standard white light. So when a red lens filter popped off of a signal, the train conductor interpreted it as a white light, which would mean go. Because, you know, after all, it was white. This caused a terrible crash, and there's a reason why now we don't have white in our traffic lights. Anyways, before electricity, the police officers operating these traffic signals on the railroads lit gas lamps to emit light. But London is actually home to the first non-electric traffic signal that directed traffic on the roads. In 1868, even before the advent of the automobile, it was difficult to keep transportation safe and orderly. So, a British railway manager named John Peake Knight had the idea to apply these manually operated railroad signals to the streets. This device was called the semophone, but unfortunately the gas leaked from the light and exploded less than a month after it was implemented, which injured the officer working the signal. By the early 1900s, electric lights, courtesy of inventor Thomas Edison, were becoming more common. In 1912, a policeman in Utah named Lester Wire invented the electric traffic light, which used red and green lights to symbolize stop and go. This model also had a buzzer, which warned people of when the light would switch from red to green or green to red. Now, we have the yellow light instead, which probably works better, both for hard-of-hearing people and for instances in which you can't hear the buzzer over city hubbub or rainstorms. The first traffic tower with three lights, red, green, and yellow, was installed in Detroit in 1920. Now, traffic lights are computerized. As early as the 50s, traffic lights began using sensors in the roads that can detect when the cars are above them. This helps the lights direct traffic in the most efficient way possible, although sometimes when you're driving, it might not feel like that. We still use this system today, and in the 90s, pedestrian crosswalk counters debuted. Sometimes less is more. We still use a pretty similar traffic light system to what we used in the 1950s when computerization first took hold, but as recently as last month, companies like Tesla have continued to share beta tests of software that controls self-driving cars. Is this the future of the auto industry or a misguided attempt to take tech too far? How will this affect our beloved traffic lights? Only time will tell. Today, we have an extremely iconic guest joining us on the pod. We have Lesbian Jesus, a.k.a. Haley Kiyoko, to share a day in her life.
1: Hey, Maya. Thank you so much for celebrating the fifth year anniversary of Gravel to Tempo. Wow. I remember when I wrote the song... I just wanted to create a power anthem celebrating the fact that we have to overcome so many fears and challenges on our own and trying to have a song that can help motivate us to keep going. And in the music video that I directed, I throw myself back into high school and you'll see as you watch the video, I just feel so isolated and distant. I felt so isolated and distant from my peers growing up. And I really... Um, I take my power back in the video and you'll see I dance on the cafeteria table and I really learn to realize that my my uniqueness, my queerness, that is who I am and that's what makes me powerful and that I'm not going to let my differences, um, you know, rob me from an amazing life and amazing experiences. Thank you for having me. I hope you're having a great day and I'll see you soon. Bye.
0: And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on, on August 5th in my life. On August 5th, 2020, I started recording the vocals for Life is Strange True Colors. Now, if you don't know, I got involved with Life is Strange True Colors as the musical singing voice of Alex Chen, which is the protagonist of the new game. And it was really exciting because I couldn't tell a single soul about it. I think I told, um my parents and that was it. They were the only people that were allowed to know. And yeah, the the project was under wraps Um, and it was very exciting to be able to see clips from the game and record over them because I had this big secret about working on the game and I couldn't share with, with anybody until this year. So that was when I started working on it. I think people thought that I started my involvement a lot earlier than that actually in like 2019 or even before that, because they've been working on this game for ages. But I actually got involved in 2020. So the musical voice of Alex Chen was recorded in 2020. Thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon your stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's
1: 365